Chapter Seven of Donal Grant. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Devora Allen. Donal Grant by George MacDonald. Chapter Seven, A Sunday. Notwithstanding his weariness, Donal woke early, for he had slept thoroughly. He rose and dressed himself, drew aside the little curtain that shrouded the window, and looked out. It was a lovely morning. His prospect was the curious old main street of the town. The sun that had shone into it was now shining from the other side, but not a shadow of living creature fell upon the rough stones. Yes, there was a cat shooting across them like the culprit he probably was. If there was a garden to the house, he would go and read in the fresh morning air. He stole softly through the outer room and down the stair, found the back door and a water-butt, then a garden consisting of two or three plots of flowers well cared for, and ended his discoveries with a seat surrounded and almost canopied with honeysuckle, where doubtless the cobbler sometimes smoked his pipe. Why does he not work here rather than in the archway, thought Donal? But dearly as he loved flowers and light and the free air of the garden, the old cobbler loved the faces of his kind better. His prayer for forty years had been to be made like his master. And if that prayer was not answered, how was it that every year he lived he found himself loving the faces of his fellows more and more? Ever as they passed, instead of interfering with his contemplations, they gave him more and more to think. Were these faces, he asked, the symbols of a celestial language in which God talked to him? Donal sat down and took his Greek testament from his pocket. But all at once, brilliant as was the sun, the light of his life went out, and the vision rose of the grey quarry and the girl turning from him in the wan moonlight. Then swift as thought followed the vision of the women weeping about the forsaken tomb, and with his risen lord he rose also, into a region far above the smoke and stir of this dim spot, a region where life is good even with its sorrow. The man who sees his disappointment beneath him is more blessed than he who rejoices in fruition. Then prayer awoke, and in the light of that morning of peace he drew nigh the living one, and knew him as the source of his being. Weary with blessedness, he leaned against the shadowing honeysuckle, gave a great sigh of content, smiled, wiped his eyes, and was ready for the day and what it should bring. But the bliss went not yet. He sat for a while in the joy of conscious loss in the higher life. With his meditations and feelings mingled now and then a few muffled blows of the cobbler's hammer. He was once more at work on his disabled shoe. Here is a true man, he thought, a godlike helper of his fellow. When the hammer ceased, the cobbler was stitching. When Donal ceased thinking, he went on feeling. Again and again came a little roll of the cobbler's drum, giving glory to God by doing his will. The sweetest and most acceptable music is that which rises from work a-doing. Its incense ascends as from the river in its flowing, from the wind in its blowing, from the grass in its growing. All at once he heard the voices of two women in the next garden close behind him, talking together. "'Eh,' said one, "'there's that godless creature, Andrew Comyn, at his work again upon the Sabbath morning.' "'Aye, lass,' answered the other, "'I hear him.' "'Eh, but it'll be an ill day for him when he has to appear afore the judge of all. "'He wouldn't have his commandments broken that gate.' "'Truth, no,' returned the former. "'It'll be a sair settling day for him.' 
Donal rose and looking about him saw two decent elderly women on the other side of the low stone wall. He was approaching them with a request on his lips to know which of the Lord's commandments they supposed the cobbler to be breaking, when, seeing that he must have overheard them, they turned their backs and walked away. And now his hostess, having discovered he was in the garden, came to call him to breakfast, the simplest of meals, porridge, with a cup of tea after, because it was Sunday, and there was danger of sleepiness at the kirk. "'Your shoon's waiting you, sir,' said the cobbler. "'You'll find them a better job nor you expected. "'They're a better job any gate nor I expected.' Donal made haste to put them on, and felt dressed for the Sunday. "'Are you going to the kirk the day, Andrew?' asked the old woman, adding, as she turned to their guest, "'My man's rather peculiar about going to the kirk. "'Some days he'll gang three times, and some days he went again once.' "'He kens himsel' what for,' she added with a smile, whose sweetness confessed that, whatever was the reason, it was to her the best in the world. "'I am going the day. I want to gang with our new friend,' he answered. "'I'll take him, gin ye dinna care to gang,' rejoined his wife. "'Oh, I'll gang,' he persisted. "'It'll give us something to talk about, and so ken one another better, and maybe come a bit nearer one another, and so a bit nearer the maister. That's what we're here for, coming and going.' "'As you please, Andrew. What's right to you is I right to me. "'On my own self I would be doubtful as a good reason for going to the kirk, "'to get something to speak about.' "'It's a good reason, where you have not a better,' he answered. "'It's often I get at the kirk nothing but what angers me. "'Lays and lies again my lord and my god. "'But when there's one to talk it o'er with, "'one that has some care for God as well as for himself, "'there's some good sure to come out of it. "'Some revelation of the real righteousness.' "'No, what folk get gangs by the minister's cause righteousness. "'Is your shoon comfortable to your feet, sir?' "'Aye, that they are, and I thank ye. "'They're full better nor new.' "'Weel, we winna have worship this morning. "'When ye gang to the kirk, it's like eatin' mare nor's good for ye.' "'Hoots, Anaroo! "'Ye dinna think a body can have ower muckle o' the word?' "'said his wife, anxious as to the impression he might make on Donal. "'Oh, na, can a body take it in and digest it?' "'But it's not a bonny thing to have the words sticking about your mouth "'and bagging out your pouches, "'not to say lying cold upon your stomach, "'and it for the life of men. "'The less you take upon what you put in practice, the better. "'And gin the thing said had nothing to do with practice, "'the less ye heed it, the better. "'Gin ye had done your breakfast, sir, we'll gang. "'Not at its freely kirk time yet, "'but the Sabbath's most the only day I get a bit of a walk. "'And gin ye have no objection till a turn about the Lord's muckle house "'afore we gang into his little one. "'We call it his, but I doubt it. "'I'll be ready in a minute.' Donal willingly agreed, and the cobbler, already clothed in part of his Sunday best, a pair of corduroy trousers of a mouse colour, having endued an ancient tail-coat of blue with gilt buttons, they set out together, and for their conversation it was just the same as it would have been any other day. Where every day is not the Lord's, the Sunday is his least of all. They left the town, and were soon walking in meadows through which ran a clear river, "'shining and speedy in the morning sun. "'Its banks were largely used for bleaching, "'and the long lines of white in the lovely green of the natural grass "'were pleasant both to eye and mind. "'All about, the rooks were feeding in peace, "'knowing their freedom that day from the persecution "'to which, like all other doers of good, "'they are in general exposed. "'Beyond the stream lay a level plain stretching towards the sea, "'divided into numberless fields "'and dotted with farmhouses and hamlets.' On the side where the friends were walking, the ground was more broken, rising in places into small hills, many of them wooded. Half a mile away was one of a conical shape, on whose top towered a castle, 
old and grey and sullen, it lifted itself from the foliage around it like a great rock from a summer sea, and stood out against the clear blue sky of the June morning. The hill was covered with wood, mostly rather young, but at the bottom were some ancient firs and beeches. At the top, round the base of the castle, the trees were chiefly delicate birches with moonlight skin, and feathery larches not thriving over well. "'What call they yon castle?' questioned Donal. "'It maun be a place of some importance.' "'They mostly call it just the castle,' answered the cobbler. "'It's old name's Graham's Grip. "'It's Lord Morven's place, and they call it Castle Graham. "'The family name's Graham, ye ken. "'They call themselves Graham Graham, "'just two ways of spelling the name putting together. "'The last lord, not upon the main branch, they tell me, "'spelled his name with a diphthong, "'and wasna willing to give it up altogether. "'So took the two of them.' "'Yon's where young Eppie's at service. "'And that minds me, sir. "'Ye hanna tell me yet what kind of a place ye would have yourself. "'It's not at a poor body like me can help, "'but it's I will to let folk ken what you're after. "'A word gangs fearin' long after it's out o' sight, "'and the answer may come from far. "'The Lord Wiles brings about things in the most unlikely fashion.' "'I'm ready for anything I'm fit to do,' said Donal. "'But I ha had what's called a good education, "'though I ha learned more from my own needs than for all my books.' "'so I would rather till the human than the earthly soil, "'taking more interest in the schoolmaster's crops than in the farmer's. "'Would ye object to master one by himself, or maybe two? "'Na, surely. Can I saw myself fit?' "'Eppie mentioned last night that there was word about the castle of a tutor for the youngest. "'Have ye any way of approaching the place?' "'Not till the minister comes home,' answered Donal. "'I have a letter to him.' "'He'll be back by the middle of the week, I hear them say.' "'Can you tell me anything about the people at the castle?' asked Donal. "'I could,' answered Andrew. "'But some things is better found out nor kenned aforehand. "'Ilka place has its own shape, "'and most things has to have some parent to gar them fit. "'That's what I tell young Eppy. Many's the time.' "'Here came a pause, "'and when Andrew spoke again it seemed on a new line. "'Did it ever occur to you, sir?' he said. "'It maybe death might be the first waking to some folk.' "'It has occurred to me,' answered Donal. "'But many things come into Labadi's head "'at he's not able to think out. "'They maun lie and bide their time. "'Let none of the lovers of law and letter "'persuade ye the Lord wadna have ye think, "'though none but him at obeys can think with safety. "'We maun do first the thing that we can, "'and sin we may think about the thing that we dinna ken. "'I fancy at whiles the Lord would not say a thing "'just not to stop folk thinking about it. "'He was aye at getting them to make use of the candle of the Lord.' It's my belief the main obstacles to the growth of the kingdom are first the unbelief of believers, and sain the way that they lay down the law. Afore they learnt the rudiments of the truth themselves, they begin to lay the grievous burden of their dullness and ill-conceived notions of holy things upon the minds and consciences of their neighbours. Fain you would think to hold them from growing any mer nor themselves. Eh, man, but the Lord's wonderful. You may dare and dare, and not come in sight of him. The church stood a little way out of the town, in a churchyard overgrown with grass, which the wind blew like a field of corn. Many of the stones were out of sight in it. The church, a relic of old Catholic days, rose out of it like one that had taken to growing and so got the better of his ills. They walked into the musty, dingy, brown-atmosphered house. The cobbler led the way to a humble place behind a pillar. There Doherty was seated, waiting them. The service was not so dreary to Donal as usual. The sermon had some thought in it, and his heart was drawn to a man who would say he did not understand. "'Yon was a fine discourse,' 
remarked the cobbler as they went homeward. Donal saw nothing fine in it, but his experience was not so wide as the cobbler's. To him the discourse had hinted many things which had not occurred to Donal. Some people demand from the householder none but new things, others none but old, whereas we need in truth of all the sorts in his treasury. "'I had not a doubt it was all right, and as you say, Anru,' said his wife, "'but for myself I could make neither head nor tail of it.' "'I said not, Dory, it was all right,' returned her husband. "'That would be to say a heap for anything human. "'But it was a good, honest sermon.' "'What was yon he said about the miracles not being types?' asked his wife. "'It was God's truth, that,' he said. "'Give me a share of the same, I beg o' ye, Andrew Coleman.' "'What the man said was this. "'At the sea it Peter got out upon, "'was not first and foremost to be looked upon "'as a type of the inward and spiritual troubles of the believer, "'still less of the troubles of the church of Christ. "'The Lord deals with facts, nonetheless, "'that they cannot help being types. "'Here was terrible facts to Peter. "'Here was angry water and roaring wind. "'Here was danger and fear.' The man had to trust or gang down. Gin the house be on fire, we mun trust. Gin the water gang o'er our heads, we mun trust. Gin the horse run away, we mun trust. Him it cannot trust in sick-like conditions, I would not give a plaque for any other kind of faith he may have. God's not a mere thought in the world of thought, but a living power in all worlds alike. Him it gangs to God with a sair head, will the sooner gang to him with a sair heart. And them it thinks not he cares for the pains of their bodies, will ill believe he cares for the doubts and perplexities of their inquiring spirits. To my mind he spake the best of sense. I didn't hear him say anything like that, said Donal. Did you know? Well, I thought it came from him to me. Maybe I wasn't again the best heed, said Donal. But what you say is as true as the sun. It stands to reason. The day passed in pleasure and quiet. Donal had found another father and mother. End of chapter 7